Hello, and welcome to The Delicious Truth with Gloria Cotton. I'm Gloria. During this podcast, we're going to cover a variety of topics that are impacting our everyday lives. We'll look at four things for each topic. One, the absolute empirical truth. That's all about the facts and data. Then we'll look at the personal experiential truth. And that's about how those facts and others do and don't show up in people's lives and their experience of them. Next, the consequential, impactful truth. The difference this makes in people's lives. And finally, you'll hear about resources and solutions you can use to empower yourself and others. Hello, 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 and welcome to this episode of The Delicious Truth with Gloria Cotton. And guess who I am? What? You're right. I'm Gloria. Okay. I am excited again. I'm always excited to speak with you. Um, And here's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about, here's my working title. I don't know what the final title is going to be, but the working title is The Art and Science of Saying No graciously, respectfully, unequivocally versus saying to somebody who asked you to do something, oh, hell no. So this is what we're going to be talking about today to give you uh, some of the tools that you need if you've ever had that challenge. Maybe you haven't. Maybe it's just me. Um, More and more people are finding themselves at this point, though, needing more things and needing different things than they have is the past as we continue to adjust to what's going on in our cities, in our homes, in our states, in our nations, in our world. Um, and I can even say in our worlds, because sometimes it feels like you're living in a whole different existence than I'm living. So if you've ever had any kind of brand reputation, if there's been a buzz about you for any of the things that you do, I guarantee you, somebody's going to come to you and talk about, can you help me? And it depends on who they are, what your response is going to be. I was talking with my team just before we started recording, and it's really a small list of people. You can ask me any time of day, anytime. Tell me if you have this. Is it any time of day, any time of night, no matter what you need, no matter where you are, no matter where I am, I'm going to be making a way to help you. I mean, you are those, I call those people family, F-R-A-M-I-L-Y. That is family members who are friends because you know some people in your family, mm-mm, they're just blood, honey. They're not any more than that. Okay, come on. It's not just me. You know those people. Wait, do we have to really see Cousin Jethro today? Oh, Lord have mercy. Maybe I need another drink or something before I can go and see that person. And then there are friends who are closer than just friends. Um, It's like we have uh, universal spiritual blood that's tying us together. Those people, even those people, though, sometimes you have to say no to. Many times you'll say yes because it makes your heart sing. Uh, Many times you'll say yes because you feel an obligation. Many times you'll say yes just to get somebody to be quiet and move on. Have you ever... (laughs) Have you ever done that? Somebody is big and you do empower big and you're like, okay, okay, okay. Whatever, just please be quiet and let me get on with it. It can't just be me. And so then when, after you answer yes, you start making plans, maybe not right away, but you you're, know you're going to make plans and follow up, follow through, you're going to get it done. Sometimes you have to make room for your own learning though, 
for adding new information and projects and people to your own treasure chest. And then you have time to say no. If you keep it chugged full, if you keep your itinerary chugged full with doing things for other people, even though that's what we're here for, and I believe that we are here to help one another, to provide service to one another, to learn from and with one another. Sometimes you have to go in your own treasure chest. You have to be the student. You can't be the teacher. You have to be the follower. You have to be, and, and I'm talking about following the universe and wisdom of it. So let's look at why saying no uh, or opportunities when you would have the opportunity to say no. Um, and why you might want to say absolutely no. <laughs> so here's something somebody was asking you to do. You know you're good at it and you love it. It makes your heart sing. There's nobody else on the planet who can do it like you do it. This belongs to you. Oh, you know, you could have invented this. Before you, nobody else did it. You have set a new bar. You have set a new standard. See, stuff like that when people come to you, and it's true. You know, they're not just blowing smoke. Mm -hmm. It can be really hard to say no when you have a situation like that because it makes your heart sing. You know you are doing something that's helpful to other people. You know not only is your heart singing, but other people's hearts are singing too. And in the end of the day, nobody loses except you because you don't have time to move on to other things. It can be challenging because it serves as a distraction for what you should or could be doing. It's time for you to go on to the next thing. Um, here, here's my story. I want you to think about this. If you ever went to kindergarten or nursery school or whatever, the very first educational experience you had, the most difficult thing that there was for you to do, one of the things that was most difficult was breaking those graham crackers on that dotted line. I use that example a lot because everybody can relate to that. You know, sometimes I make, I, I made uh, last week, I made a, a Philadelphia cream cheese pie. Y'all know about that. Uh -huh. And I used to live for the day when I'm trying to break these graham crackers and then not the big squares, but the little, the little rectangles. Oh my God. And you really want to break those and then you set them around the thing so it's pretty and you're designing, but you can't put broken ones around there. So it is the hardest thing you have to do is to break that graham cracker without having a whole bunch of crumbs. If that's the hardest thing you have to do in your life, though, maybe you need to look at getting another life. Boo -boo. Because there are things that are more complicated, more complex, more difficult than just breaking graham crackers on the dotted line. You're good at it. You might like it. It's fun. And it's time to move on. That can happen with, you know what, I've had this job. And however long I've had it, I've learned everything I could learn. I've done everything I could do. It's time for me to move on to a different job. Maybe not a different company, but a different job. It's time for me to grow this job or deepen this. Something needs to change. I need, I need to reinvent myself. It can happen in school. You know what? I need to change my major. I need to change my focus. I need to change the school I'm going to. It happens with the clothes we wear. And yeah, some of y'all still wearing those things from 1970 and 80. Not because you go into a party because that's what's really in your everyday closet. <laughs> Ooh, we, we need to find y'all uh, somebody that can help you with your style. But you know what? 
Sometimes you need to let that stuff go. Your car, no matter how wonderful it is, sometimes it's going to wear out. You need a different relationships. There are some relationships that are for a season. Thank you so much. All through high school, we were best buddies. Now that we are both grown for real, not just thinking we grown like we thought we were in high school. You know, sometimes it was, I need to bless that relationship and keep it moving. The thing I had to learn was to say no, no graciously. And and that's what I mean. I, I used to be resentful. Why are you even bringing this to me? Why are you bothering me with this stuff? What makes you think I want to do that? I did that 10 years ago. Why do you think I'm still? And so that was an attitude that is a succubi of positivity. It is something that brings us both down. It spirals you into a dark negative place. So I had to learn to be gracious. You know what? I always ask people, help me understand why you're asking me. I know what the end product is, but why do you think I'm the one that needs to work on this? Because that can reinforce what some of your strengths are that you might not have thought of for a long time. So you need that feedback, you know. But the thing that they're asking you to do no longer serves who you are and who you're going to be, who you're in the the active movement of growing, expanding, of uh, changing from uh, getting out of that chrysalis to being a butterfly. You're going from being that. A caterpillar to your being uh, a butterfly. And some people still want to keep you locked into what you used to be because it serves them. Sometimes you have to say no. Here's some things that I suggest that you do. It's an acronym I came up with. I'm a consultant. Come on, this is what we do. You know, we come up with these acronyms. It may be a little hokey for you. Just laugh it off and go with it. All right. The acronym is the word advance. When you do these things, you'll be less likely to be seduced by the desires of others or the joy that you had when you used to do it. You need to move on. It's your season. It's it's not the season for doing that anymore. Okay. So all you people who still have your Christmas decorations up for a year, uh-huh. You might want to look at that, boo-boo. All right. And she said that as I kept my plants decorated with little white lights for a whole year because they were cute. I didn't say it was Christmas decorations. I just said, it's fun and beautiful. Shut up. This is what I said to my children who were like, mommy, mommy. I'm like, leave me alone. This is what I want to do. So crazy. All right. So advance. First, acknowledge the person and thank them. People don't have to like you. I don't care how good you are at something. Um, Cat Williams, the comedian said, haters are going to hate. That's their job. So there are some people who are going to always Uh, have questions about, try to not be respectful of. They just don't see the good when it's glaring them in the face. It can even be something that benefits them. But if somebody gives you the gift of wanting you to come and work with them, acknowledge that and then thank them. And then if, if you're like me, and I suggest that you do this if you're like me or not, ask them questions like I do. You know, help me understand Uh, this project and why you think I'm the ideal person uh, to be involved in it. Thank you so much. Then if your answer is really no, you know, after they tell you something, you might change your mind. Resist that though. Resist that. The second thing, the D is for declare your new position. You know, boo-boo, 
I used to do that last year. I did that. It was so exciting. Five years ago, whatever, last week, last month, yesterday, whatever it is, I did that. And it was so wonderful. I'm glad it turned out for everybody. We exceeded all kinds of expectations, whatever the truth is. And I'm moving to something new now. And I'm excited about that. Okay, they may or may not care about that. So the V is validation. You need to validate them. Maybe not their idea, but then this is again, just letting them know, I don't think you're crazy. I'm not mad at you for asking me this. It's your right and fine. If if that's how you see me, I appreciate it. And after that validation, they're a good person. It's a good idea, if it is a good idea. If it's not, you might have to do some, other questioning. But see, resist that. Because what you want to do, because you're a a helper, you'll want to help them work through their plan and their strategy. See, you're getting sucked into it again. The art of saying no is I'm staying on the periphery. I'm just dancing around the outside. I'm never sucked into the midst of this thing, no matter who it is, unless it's, you know, one of those people on the short list. Then the next A, the next A is Ask about their current need and specifics so you can have an idea about what are the strengths they're looking for. Now, this is still high level, though. You're not getting into the weeds. It's high level because what you want to do for the end is to use your network, if it's possible, to help them find somebody else. You want to ask them questions so they can maybe expand their thinking to their own network. But sometimes you can recommend people. Um, it's, networking is about not only sharing people, but sharing ideas and mentoring and coaching. Who can be someone that you can enlist, you can refer them to? Now, check with your the person you're going to recommend or people you're going to recommend before you give this other person their name and contact information. They may not have time. They might not just want to. They might want to be saying no. They might want to say hell no. But whatever it is, don't put them in the position of having to defend, justify, or anything like that. Call them first. And then, so what you're saying to the person who asked you, you know, I think I'm thinking about some people who may be able to help you. Let me reach out to them and see if they're available, if they have bandwidth for that. These are the words we use in these days in consulting. If they have the bandwidth to do it, you know. (laughs) So you're sharing your network with this person. I'm not just dropping you like a hot potato because I really like you. And you don't want to surprise the other person. All right. So you've acknowledged, you've declared, you've validated, you've asked, you're, you've networked. Now you want to clarify their understanding and why it's still a win-win for them, even though it's not going to be you. So clarify to them, they still might be resistant, hesitant, all of that. And here's the good thing about your working with other people, getting some new blood in it. Yes, we had fun doing our brainstorming and um, completing and creating. But you know what? It's time to get a new flavor in here. We don't want to have the same thing all the time to eat. What's up with that? So we are expanding our menu. We're adding more people to our treasure chest. So those are the, that's the kind of conversation you want to have with them. They won't be 100% happy maybe until after they work with that other person or people because they still want you. So don't look for them to be all giddy about it. They're not seeing that it is a Goldilocks answer. It's just perfection. It's not too little. It's not too much. It's just right. Don't expect that. 
but just get them to the place where it's consensus. They can agree. And then the E is exit from that old conversation and enter into a new one. You might share with them, here's what I'm working on now, or here's what I'm preparing to work on now. I'm so excited. May I share with you why I'm not available to talk about that? May I share with you, you know what? I'm just going away to get some rest. I'm not doing anything. And when I come out of that restful place in my life, I know I'm going to be re-energized, refocused, and I'm looking for it. So be honest with them as you are doing that. But let them know it's not because I hate your natural guts. I really am giving you the gift of assisting you still. And I'm not doing what you want me to do. So remember advance. So the first reason was that it might be challenging is because you're good at it and you like doing it. Second thing is you might have opportunities where you're good at something, but you don't love doing it. (laughs) You might never have loved doing it. There are some things I'm good at. I'm like, it takes all my energy. It's a vampire moment, sucks the life out of me. It doesn't make my heart sing. I'm hitting all kinds of bad notes on this thing. Sounds like somebody just threw up a drawer full of forks and knives and now they're hitting the ground. You know, that might not sound so good. That's what's going on. So here's what you do with your advance. What you do is you look at what's holding you back. Acknowledge within yourself what is holding you back from saying no. What or who is it? What relationship is it? Because something is going on. What do you get out of it by saying yes? And by not saying no to them, what is distracting you? Maybe it's something you should go to directly and bypass this thing they're asking you to do so you can still have that. This is not about uh, minimizing your joy. This art of saying no is not about minimizing your joy and your satisfaction, your peace and your happiness. It's about you having more. So if you're going to be anxious instead of eager, and, and anxious is there's some anxiety, there's some heartburn around it, then you need to understand where that heartburn is coming from. So don't answer. Don't say yes. Don't say no. I have to think about it. Give me some, give me a moment. I have to think about it. Sometimes it's not clear. Get clear. Get clear. And then after you understand the answer to that, the who and the what is holding you back, what's in your way, what is it that you're getting out of saying yes? What are the things about saying yes that make your heart sing? And look at how they compete with other things that make your heart sing. When you can work out that roadmap so that there are no dull notes, there is no distress, there is only you stress, E-U stress, that is um, euphoric, that kind of thing. It's not stress that kills us. It's distress that kills us. So we want to be sure that we are, and notice the first two letters of distress are D and I as in dying, because that's what that's what stress does for you. Distress does for you. So you want to be sure you're not cutting out on your joy and, and you are leaving the door open to get more joy in. Um, sometimes we think there's joy because it's like aftershock. You know, it's like when some people who have had uh, a limb uh, amputated and they say they have phantom pain, they can feel that uh, that limb, that appendage is not there, but they can feel it. Sometimes you have memories. Wait a minute. There's this on memories. 
like the corners of my mind. You know what? You need to put that light out, honey. It's lighting the corners of your mind mm -hmm, and keeping you trapped in there. So you really need to see, is this joy that I'm talking about, I'm going to be missing? Is that real? Or am I just manifesting that? Am I using that as an excuse? And then ask yourself, and why am I doing that? Where is that coming from? So keep asking yourself questions and answering them until there are no more questions to ask. And when you get there, you'll have the real core of why it's difficult for you to say no. Apply advance and keep it moving. Last thing, you're not good at it. You pretty much suck. <laughs> Let's get real. And I don't want to get better. Oh, but this is an opportunity for you to learn. This is going to be, people have said to me, you need to get your PhD. And I'm saying, okay, maybe you need a PhD, but I'm not getting ready. I don't have to have doctor in front of behind my name in order for me to do what I do. Now, I know plenty of people who do have the, of that paper. And I think it's wonderful. I love partnering with them. But that is not what I want or need to do. You know what? You need to learn how to why. Maybe you need to learn how to, but not me, darling. So people present things to you sometimes like it's an opportunity for you. And you're like, no, the only person this has been fitting is that person. Be careful of these people. Be careful of these people because they are there really for themselves. Or if they are there for you, they don't really know you. Maybe they're thinking about who they think or who they want you to be, but they don't know. Be authentic with them. Help them understand the real you. We have spent a lot of time, many of us, hiding from who we are. It's time to have a, a love affair with ourselves. It's time for us to really identify what are the things that make my heart sing for real? Why am I here on the planet? What is, I use the word ministry. What is my ministry? And then don't allow anything or anyone to detract you from that. You know what? Share with them, educate them, eradicate their innocent ignorance, which is what I call it. Because I know if you knew why I'm saying no to this, you would support me because we friends, right? I like you. You like me. You don't want me doing stuff that's going to suck the life out of me. I know you don't. Okay. Let me help you understand so we can all be happy and go out and celebrate and have a party. How about that? Then use advance again and what? Keep it moving. In all of these instances, explore the with them, the what's in it for me and what's in it for me. That's for what's in it for you and what's in it for the other person when your answer is and should be. No, it has to be tied to something that's important to them. So if you're saying no, I mean, give them something to think about a noodle that is not going to diminish the quality of what they're saying. I'm not leaving you in the lurch and, or high and dry. I'm doing my best. Maybe I don't have a resource right now for you, but I'm thinking about it. They feel they're not alone. You're still not in there in the trenches with them but they feel they're not alone. This is how you cultivate and grow the relationship while still saying no. It's not that you're saying no to everything. I'm not saying no to the relationship. Now, if you say a no to the relationship, that's a whole different level of advance. You need to be going with a quickness up and out of there um, and looking back saying, thank you, ta-ta, goodbye, may God bless you and keep you as far away from me as possible. See, if it's that kind of relationship, that's a whole different thing. But you know what? We're friends. I like you. I might even love you. So I want to be sure that I'm cultivating that. So just know that you are not one of my favorite Michael Jackson lyrics. You are not alone. 
Some things you need to think of and some things I've heard along the way is people have said to me when they have advised me and I wasn't ready to say no for one of these reasons that I've given you. I was being seduced back. I was being held back by by my love of whatever it was or my love for the person even. People have said, shake the dust from your feet. I wish I could. you could give me a thumbs up and I could see it uh, or give me a head nod or something to let me know if you've ever heard that. Shake the dust from your feet. Let me ask my team. Nada, give me a thumbs up, team, if you've ever heard that saying. Yeah. So and they're raising their thumbs on that. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know why they did that? Because I am not alone. Okay, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Shaking the dust from your, your feet is, you know what? You've been there, done that. You've come through the storm. Um, you've experienced some of the uh, sunshine and warm, cool breezes and that sort of thing, but you still have that crusty dust on your shoes. You know what? You need to shake that from your feet. You need to get out the polish and create a shine and keep it moving. Some people I have said to people, thank you so much. Yes, I did that in the past. That was then and this is now. May I tell you about my now not just the reflection of what was. I'm not living in my rearview mirror. When you're driving, you have to look in your rearview mirror, learn things. It helps keep you safe. But imagine if you only looked in your rearview mirror, you would be crashing and dead. Okay. We want to keep it moving. We want to keep going forward. You know, so I, I love to tell people, some of y'all don't even know who Bob Hope was. He was a comedian of my grand, my parents' age, maybe my grandparents' age. And he used to sing a song, thanks for the memory. And so you want to say that to people. Thank you for the memory, for the lessons I learned, uh, for the good things that helped me grow, the bad things that might have helped me grow, the beautiful things, the ugly things, the delicious truth of it all. Thank you. And then how can we keep it the music playing? That's what we want to do. Uh, one of my favorite quotes from a movie, August Rushed, is um, the music is all around us. All you have to do is listen. What music are you listening to? Listen to the music of your heart. Say yes when it expands your orchestra and do not settle for just uh, one instrument. You know, those clarinets, what they used to call them, readers, I think, that you would blow when you were in elementary school. Yeah, you have a whole orchestra available, a recorder. You have a recorder. You can be blowing that yourself, but you have a whole orchestra available to you. Honey, go with the orchestra. Go with the orchestra. If no one else can hear the music, that's okay. It's not their orchestra. It's yours. Okay, that's my advice for you about advance. Hello. See how I work that in? Um, that's my advice for you about saying no, about being gracious, about being proud of yourself when you do, um, and not creating discord or leaving bad feelings. Maybe people won't be happy but they won't feel that they're less than, that they're disrespected because you've been ultimately respectful to them and yourself. Now, why should you do this? Because yes, I have a hug for you. You know I do, but you have to say to yourself, self, there's a hug in your future if you want one. <laughs> and I have it for you. You know, I love you. Hug in your future. Bye-bye.